feeling that is to know that in your heart this morning the roll will be called up yonder and it'll be called out of the Lamb's book of life that was written before the foundation of the world that's how great a God we serve he knows all things and always has known all things 2 Corinthians chapter 1 Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, unto the church of God, which is at Corinth, with all the saints which are in Achaia, grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort, who comfort us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. For as the sufferings of Christ abound in us, so our consolation also aboundeth by Christ. And whether we be afflicted, it is for your consolation and salvation, which is effectual in the enduring of the same sufferings which we also suffer, or whether we be comforted, it is for your consolation and salvation. And our hope of you is steadfast, <clears throat> knowing that as ye are partakers of the sufferings, so shall ye, ye be also of the consolation. For we would not, brethren, have you ignorant of our trouble, which came to us in Asia, that we were pressed out of measure above strength, insomuch that we despaired even of life. But we had the sentence of death in ourselves, that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God which raised the, raiseth the dead." who delivered us from such or so great a death and doth deliver, in whom we trust that you will be that that he will yet deliver us. He tells us that all things work together for our good, those that love him. Of course we love him because he first loved us. Those that are thee called according to his purpose. You see, God's in control and He's working out His very own design and plan. And that comes all the way down to you today. You have peace in your heart this morning? Amidst all the problems and trouble that the world is in today, all the things that are going on that are against God, against His Word, that would influence and draw us away from Him if... They could. But praise God, we have the Holy Spirit within us that protects us and gives us strength to stand on the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ, to stand on the rock of Jesus Christ. He is the Word. All right. So last week, we were in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 for a bit. Although we talked about Romans 8.28, a little bit, which I just uh, quoted to some effect. All things work together for good to those who love the Lord. Those are to be called according to His purpose. Now, do we believe this? On a day-to-day basis, as we live our lives, do we, in our hearts and minds, believe that all of these things in our lives 
work together for our good. Well, I will say it's hard to believe sometimes, isn't it? But that's where the peace that passes all understanding. See, we don't understand it. We don't understand it, but we know it's true. And so we believe it. We stand on it. Why? Because God said it. And it is as simple as that. All things do work together for our good. How do we know that? Because we're not working them. God is. You see, we can trust in His design, plan, and purpose for us, even in our everyday life. All right, turn with me to the book of Philippians, chapter 4. Philippians, chapter 4. Philippians chapter 4 and verse 1. Of course, we know that this is Paul and he's writing, speaking to the church at Philippi. He is also writing and speaking to you this morning. That's how God's work is. That's how God's Word works, I should say, in our lives. It's for us. Every bit of it. Not just the New Testament. Not just the Gospels. But the entire Word. Philippians chapter 4 and verse 1. Therefore, my brethren, dearly beloved, and longed for. He's expression, expressing the love that God's people have for each other. Dearly beloved, and longed for. My joy and crown. So stand fast in the Lord, my dearly beloved. I beseech Eodius and beseech Syntyche that they be of the same mind in the Lord. And I entreat thee also, true yoke fellow, Who's he talking to? The Christians at the church of Philippi. And he's talking to me. And he's talking to you. I entreat thee also, true yoke fellow, help those women which labored with me in the gospel, with Clement also, and with other my fellow laborers, whose names are in the book of life. I love that. When the roll is called up yonder, it's going to be called out of this book of life that God wrote. He wrote his those that he loved down. All right. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say rejoice. Even in the tribulations of today, we are able to rejoice. How? How can you be happy in the middle of sadness? How can you rejoice in the middle of turmoil that we're in in this life? How do you do it? It's because nothing on this earth can touch the joy that God has put in your heart. And the peace knowing that He is your God. That He sent His only begotten Son for you. That He lived the perfect life that you couldn't live for you. And then he voluntarily, because he loves you, gave it up for you. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say, verse 4, rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. 
What does that mean? Let your moderation be known unto all men. Well, that word moderation there is F-E-I-K-S. Sure, I butchered it. Pronunciation there. But it means gentle patience. That's worth looking up. What do people see when they see you in your daily life? The people that are around you, the people in your family, the people in your uh, friendships, acquaintances, work fellows. What do they see? Well, verse 5, Paul tells us to let our gentle patience be known unto all men. Why? Because the Lord is at hand. Whose steps are we following? Who is it that we love so much that we want to be exactly like them? It is Jesus Christ. And the time of His return is at hand. He's coming back. A lot of things are changing in the world. The weather, the weather to note of late we broke records for two weeks on the heat, as in never recorded before that high. The wars going on and the rumors of wars, they're everywhere. A lot of people have just quit watching the news. It's just too depressing. It's too uh, worrisome. It gets us upset and, and stressed. Oh, but we have peace in our hearts over it because we know that the God who has designed all the lives on this earth and has planned His plan for your life is in control. It's all in His hands. And you can trust Him, can't you? Oh, His mighty hands. Yes, we can trust Him. All right, Philippians chapter 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice, verse 4. Let your gentle patience or your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Verse 6 says, Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. So what is he saying here? Be careful for nothing. Well, when you look at that word careful, it is mirim nako. Again, my pronunciation, probably not right. But it means to be anxious about. Well, there we are. There's that big word stress. That's what keeps uh, the diabetic sugar way up high, too high. It's stress. It's worry. It's anxiety. Here Paul is warning us about this tendency of human beings. Be careful or do not be anxious about anything. 
But in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be known. Unto who? Unto God. Who's in control? Who can we rest on that knows what He's doing? We tend to depend on a lot of people and a lot of people's knowledge and understanding of worldly things uh, for our own directions in life. But we find out that you, you can't really depend on everybody, can you? You can't. We end up having to depend on and trust in God. And it's sad that we end up that way, isn't it? And that's how we should start out, isn't it? We should start out depending on Him and trusting in Him. Be careful for nothing. Well, what's the other side of that? Okay. So, I'm not going to worry about this situation. I'm saying to myself, I'm not going to stress over it anymore. Paul, through the Holy Spirit of God told me not to. So, what am I going to do then? If I'm not going to do that, then I must be going to do something else. Here's the remedy that he gives us. Be careful for nothing, verse 6, but in everything. Now, that makes me think of the all things that work together for our good that we don't understand. Remember we talked about that? In everything by prayer. What is that? Well, that's expressing, that's demonstrating our confidence in God. That's taking our problems to Him. And the peace that's in our heart gets renewed and gets strengthened when we do that. It's communication with God, personal communication. You pray into Him. I pray for you. You pray for me. But it's important that you have your personal time with God. Rather than stressing, rather than being worried about anything, do not be anxious or be anxious for nothing, verse 6, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Well, we we can't come before the Lord without thanksgiving, can we? No. There's that humble heart that was brought about when God showed us our true natural selves, isn't it? Absolutely. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known unto God. The Lord in the garden before his crucifixion, he prayed, Father, if this cup can pass from me, however or but, thy will be done. See, that's us. When we go to the Lord, we do bring our petitions before him, our supplications, our requests. We make them known to God, not because he doesn't know them, He knows them. The result is for us. We bring our request to Him. That's for us. It strengthens us 
and we communicate with Him and we bring to Him these stresses, these worries, these pains, these sicknesses, these temptations, whatever it is, we bring them to Him. Verse 7 says, after teaching us not to worry, not to stress, not to be anxious, but communicate with God whatever it is you're going through. Again, not that He doesn't know, but He wants you to come to Him and express your request to Him. Your desire for less pain, less stress, less worry, less sickness, whatever it is. Once we do that, and then verse 7 says, the result of that, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. What's the result of giving in to these stresses, these worries, these concerns? What's the result? The result is it affects our minds. And it affects the godly desires of our hearts. Why? Because we forget that God's in control. We forget that He's got it all in His hands. We forget that A-L-L, all things work together for our good. Why? Because our names are written in the Lamb's book of life. Because we're His. Be called. That's what Paul says in Romans 8.28. And the peace of God which passes all understanding. Again, these little finite minds can't comprehend. Certainly other people that see us going through the same type of tribulations that they go through, yet we're at peace. We don't understand it, do we? But it's powerful. The salvation you have, the love you have for God, the peace you have in your heart because you know He's in control of your life, eternal life, by the way. He's in control of your death or your separation from this body too. He's in control of all things. We don't have to worry about that, do we? The peace of God which passes all understanding, it shall keep your hearts and minds from being affected by the situation, the influences of the circumstances you're in. That was a long sentence, wasn't it? You see what I'm saying? These circumstances, if you allow them to, will change the way you think. It will alter the desire of your heart, which is to do what? Please the Father. Remember, we're following Jesus. Jesus gave all the credit to His Father, didn't He? All of it. It shall keep this peace of God, which we don't understand, because it was a free gift. It was just given to us. And I'll say suddenly, yes, suddenly, I realize that I belong to Him. And that without Him, I was empty. I was undone. Deserving hell. Oh, but this peace that is in my heart, it keeps 
my mind through Christ Jesus, he said. How is it through Christ Jesus? Because, you see, it's the faith in him that gives us the peace in our hearts. Totally trust in him. I don't just believe in the sovereignty of God. I believe in the absolute sovereignty of God. He is sovereign in all things. He's in control of all things. And He's working all things for the good of those who love Him. Oh, the peace of God that passes all understanding. We are to embrace the identity and the attributes of God's people. We need to be like Christ Jesus, don't we? And again, we rest in the fact. That's an important word, rest. It's it's different from being stressed and worried and concerned and, and doubting. Rest in Him. And rest in the fact that God is in control of all things. And He's working working them together for our good. All right. Verse 2. Let's see, where am I at? Let's go back to 2 Corinthians. All right, so we're in 2 Corinthians chapter 1. Verse 2 tells us, Grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Where does peace come from? It's a free gift from God. Given by the Father. Purchased and bought by the Son. Delivered and applied by the Holy Spirit. Verse 3. Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and the God of all comfort. Where does true comfort come from that we need? comes from God, doesn't it? It's grace. It's a free gift of peace in the heart. Verse 4, Who comforteth us in all our tribulations, that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble. You see, we pass it on, don't we? We do. By the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. We comfort one another, don't we? One of the big benefits of being a member of God's church assembling with the saints on a regular basis is to comfort one another. It is. And we're able to do so with the comfort of God that we have in our hearts. We remind each other that, hey, we know it's tough. We're going through things too. But remember, all things are in God's hands. And in verse 9, 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 9, But we had the sentence of death in ourselves. Now this is Paul talking about his situation over in Asia, I think. He was being persecuted. But the words that the Holy Spirit used in this verse are so powerful. But we had the sentence of death in ourselves. Does that sound familiar? Yeah. Yeah, without God, the natural man has the sentence of death within himself. He inherited it from Adam. But we had the sentence of death in ourselves that we should not trust in ourselves. 
Well, God gets all the glory, doesn't He? It's His. He deserves it. That we should not trust in ourselves, but in God which raises the dead. Praise God. If you know Him this morning, you've been raised from the dead. Won't you count on Him for everything? He's in control of everything. Why leave some of the worries out? Why not bring everything to Him now that we remember what we already knew? And that is that God loves us and there is nothing in heaven or on earth that can separate us from that love. Oh, we depend on Him, don't we? And we're safe when we do. He has promised to deliver us and all His promises come true. Every single one. He's a great Savior, isn't He?